This is No BS, a series of authentic conversations about the world of work. My name is Dr. Carlin Borosenko. I'm an organizational psychologist, and I work with individuals and organizations all over the world to help them create amazing work experiences. And I'll be honest, in the work I do, I run across my fair share of nonsense. In this series, we are going to call BS on the things that are just completely unnecessary in the workplace and explore how we can do them better. Ready to go? Let's get started. Welcome to part two of an episode all about getting fired for totally BS reasons. Now, if you have not listened to episode two yet with our friend Ed, make sure you do that before you listen to this because there's a whole first half of the story you have to get caught up with. What we're going to explore here is Ed's second experience getting fired for completely BS reasons. And just as an extra bonus, and this was totally impromptu, I'm going to tell the story of when I orchestrated my own firing, which is a decision I do not regret to this day. And so you'll get a little bit more insight on that. All right, let's dig into it. All right. So so we, we have an idea of maybe how the organization could have handled it better. Um, but it sounds like they're kind of like a nightmare anyway. So I'm kind of glad that you got out of it. Um, so let's talk about the next one, because you also said, um, you know, your boss told you over dinner that he wasn't going to fire you. And two weeks later, he walked you out. What happened there? Yeah. So that one... I joined the organization and it was fine. Like I even moved to the community and bought a house and everything because um, things seemed to be going really well. And I even remembering ask, asking my boss, hey, I just want to make sure that just to check anything um, because of my prior experience that, that everything's good, everything's going okay. And that it's, you definitely recommend for me to, to make this financial investment and move into this community. He's like, yep. And that was in May of that year. And then um, and then in August, all of a sudden, and I didn't put the things together, but the stock tanked at the company. And by the end of August, I was getting, and I got pipped. Oh, of course you did. Of course you did. And so I didn't, so I, I literally spent that weekend pretty much huddled uh, in, in the fetal position and not, I think I slept maybe two hours that first night after getting pipped. And then, and then a little bit more sleep every night after that. Um, and, and basically it was all to due to performance of the teams. And I, and I would, I would agree the teams were not doing well. Um, it was multiple teams, new content area for me, and then new technology as well, um, that they were really struggling with technical leadership in there. And so I was, uh, I had 14 direct reports. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's a lot. Yeah. 14 direct reports and two teams that I was uh, leading as well. And, and then also they, so then it was um, becoming apparent that they wanted me to grow my technical skills, which basically is kind of what it came down to near the end. Um, Cause at that same, so that, that same, uh, so the, well, sorry. So the pitch that I needed to, to, get the the teams you know performing successfully and so out of the whatever uh, I'll say 10 weeks I had left at the company the last three weeks two or three weeks we hit at least nine I think 95 if not 100 percent of the goals that we had 
So I did. I, I we met our goals. It, it, like I had to micromanage things like to an uncomfortable degree. Um, to, to the, like I would feel felt it was like almost detrimental to the employees. In my mind, it was way beyond my my boundary of comfort for for management. Um, but we got there, and so I figured, oh, I'm safe. And two weeks prior to that, then we met over over dinner, and we were just talking openly because I'm I, I like to be open and 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 vulnerable, vulnerable, and just talking about things how how they are and how they're seen. And I was just being frank that we had some huge technical leadership problems on that team when they would, it was a very young team and so they needed that mentoring and so he so he said yeah uh, about that can do you think that that's something you can do and with so I, I just take my mental inventory new job new content area 14 direct reports that I care m most about I'm, a, I'm the manager I, I care about my people I take care of them and I have two teams to run and now I have to also grow my technical skills. And in my priorities, putting people first, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't legitimize growing that technical skill set. And so I said, I said to him, I'm willing to do that. However, I don't think I'm going to be able to do that in the time frame that you are desiring. You know, that it would be as quick as you would like. Yeah. And that, and that to me sounds like a very reasonable answer. And so he said, okay, I'll see what I can do with that. Again, thinking, and then in, during that dinner, he also, I, I, I kind of still laid it on. I'm like, so we just made these last, you know, couple, couple of weeks, you know, doing really well. Um, how, how am I doing? Like, and he kind of sensed I was asking if I was getting fired. And there he said, if we're, if I'm taking you out to dinner, I'm not going to be firing you. And then, oh my God. And then two wow. weeks later, Two weeks later, I come into work and I had to run back out to my car because I'd forgotten something. And I, I happened to see him, my boss, unannounced because he worked remotely and he rarely ever came in. And I'm like, whoa, what the heck is going on? I had other words in my head, but that. that yeah, I bet, I bet you did. <laughs> so I get back to my desk and he's like, so then he pops in. He's like, hey, can you, can you come with me? Sure. So then I get in there and I, I find out they're letting me go with no, no severance this time. And I have another child on the way and a brand new house that I had just bought. And so it was, so it was, it was disastrous, disastrous. Uh, so we literally put the house up for sale. I called the realtor that day and she came over the next day and it was listed for sale. Oh my God. And, and we ended up, we ended up having to basically in, because of two job losses in two years, it had taken that it's huge toll on the, on the finances. So we had to dip into 401k and a bunch of other things to ask family for help in order to make it and also have a new child another new child uh, to the family. So, wow. so wow. I took, I, I took unemployment for six months and, and, and I took the time with, with, with the baby. I mean, I was very diligent in the job search. I didn't slough off at all in that. In fact, I had, um, I didn't have any offers, but once I was flown down to North Carolina to do it, to do an interview there. So I thought it was really serious that they were flying me like half, you know, half the, half the nation away. So, um, 
Yeah. And and there was there was a lot worse stuff that that I saw there. And and like I like I'm not being vindictive either when I say it was it was illegal stuff. I saw uh, gender discrimination. I saw um, hiring discrimination. So there was like legit legal things. Right, on. right. And and my issue was literally that the teams were uh, underperforming. You know, it's it's so interesting that you say that. And I want to come back to to the 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 circumstances in a second. But you know, now that you bring that up, I I'm, I'm thinking back to the organizations I was fired from. They were always doing sketchy stuff. Every single one of them. They were doing they were doing things that are either really really skirting the line of legality or like downright illegal um to to frankly like a really shocking degree um so i mean i wonder i mean my gosh it just shows that you know if they're unethical in one area that's going to bleed into other areas and that might be a really good warning sign if if you're working at an organization that's doing shady stuff like watch your back or go even better go find a better place to work Wow. 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 So, I mean, I just, so let me just recap what I heard here. So um, you came into a new job with 14 direct reports, none of which you hired, right? I hired one of them. You hired one of them out of the, out of the 14. Um, Not long after you come into the new job, their stock starts tanking. And so they go into major freakout mode and it's now your job to get this team back on track to mentor them to do the stuff you need to do um and and let's just keep in mind like people usually don't don't fully acclimate to a job until six months at least of having been there so you're having to do all this stuff while it's still very new and you're learning the company um you somehow managed to meet most of the team's performance goals by really just putting it on lockdown and maybe even through sheer willpower and that and you went to dinner with your boss and was told that you know everything was good and you know bought a house and all this stuff and then not too long after that you were just shown the door with no severance do i have that right yep wow man wow and it seems to happen every time you have a new kid are you are is your wife pregnant now (laughs) no we have (laughs) maybe two at tmi but i totally got fixed i am done with (laughs) like never again we love our kids. Oh my gosh. Wow. So, and I, I totally sympathize with, with kind of the trauma of losing two jobs within, you know, you know, a really short span of time as well. Because when, when I was fired from the first two, it was within a year and a half, I think 18 months of each other. And when I saw the writing on the wall for the second one, I went into total, total meltdown mode. Like I, I, I was doing this, like I was literally, I remember when I realized it was going to happen, like I literally slept in the fetal position that night, completely shaking. Yep. Been there, done that. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. You know, so there, there's, there's something in that though. And like, I, I only came, came to knowledge of, of, of you and what you've been trying to grow uh, in, in social media space and, and, and just, um, you know, professionally over the, probably the last year. But like the story that that tells of being fired twice, you know, twice or in your case, three times and professionally where you're at now it, and, and then like making a, a no BS podcast about it is awesome. And like, I, I think that that is amazing. And, and it shows 
by you getting getting the attention that it sounds like you really deserve. And and it's funny because uh, a year and a day after I was fired from my last job um, with no severance and six months unemployment, I'm literally speaking at a conference of my peers, Yay! giving doing a session. And uh, the 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 pride of, and and I don't say that in a, a so so egotistical sense, but just the pride of the like the downfall to how how things have righted the universe has seemed to write itself at least a, a little bit to a to some plateau that's like oh maybe maybe I'm not worth not not a pile that they that these previous employers thought me to be so. No. Oh my God, that, that's so amazing. And no, I totally agree with you. That's the way it works out. And I tell people like all the time, like if you got fired, like that is the very best thing that could happen to you because you were not going to grow in that organization. They were not going to invest in you. They were not going to develop you. And it's usually not actually a sign that you're an untalented person. You probably have talents. You're just not in the right place. Mm-hmm. And, and so, funny because that's what my therapist said. <laughs> after after getting fired twice, I'm like, okay, I really need to go check this out. And and so literally talked with the therapist about it and said, no, literally, you just need the right the right environment and you're gonna do great. And yeah. she's like, I did my checks for narcissism. You are you are you're not there. No, so. no, I can tell I can tell from talking to you that you're not you're not in any way, shape, or form a narcissist. That's crazy. <laughs> um, so, so I ha I feel like this is a good point to tell this story though, because and I, I don't know what I was originally thinking about doing this, but I just think you would get a kick out of it. So the third time I got fired, I said at the top like I orchestrated that firing. I wanted to get fired because like, here's the deal. So I went into this job with um uh you know I I knew I was going to leave it in like. I had given it like a year or two to do Zen Workplace full time. And I had already been starting to do work with Zen Workplace. And, you know, I kind of built it up. I'm just throwing it back. So I, like, I built it up just from a blog. And, you know, when you, and was writing about stuff and ideas when I was finishing my, my PhD in, in IO psychology. And, and, you know, every once in a while, someone would email me and be like, do you do this for organizations or do you do that? And of course the answer is always yes even though you're still figuring it out. So I kind of started to build up a little bit of a business and I knew I wanted to do that full time. So I took this job because um, I was an organization that was going downhill um, and, and I knew I needed to get out of there. So I took a new job and I told them at the get go, I was like, I'm only going to be here like maybe two, maybe, maybe an absolute max three years because this is really what I want, wanted to do. And so they knew that going into it. And so I go into this organization and it was a place that I highly respected. I was so enamored that I got to go and work there. It was unbelievable. Um, and, you know, things were okay at first, but they started going downhill, like, really, really quickly. And I was just like, I, the, the narcissism in the organization, it like started at the CEO and it had just permeated throughout. And it, it reached a point over the next year that I was just, I was miserable. I was absolutely miserable in this environment. And I was coming home every night. Like my husband knew I was miserable. And, you know, probably the reason that he knew most that I was miserable was because I was picking fights with him over like stupid stuff as soon as I got home because I had no power in the organization. Um, so, so that was happening. But he said, he's like, Carlin, you can't quit this job. Like you need to stay at this job. We weren't in a great financial place. Like he was managing a gas station. He didn't have benefits. Like if I had quit the job, he was really nervous about us being able to like financially sustain ourselves. And so was I too, quite frankly. But it reached the point where I was just so miserable that I did 
the only wifely thing that I could think of, which was I, I orchestrated getting myself fired so I could tell him that I hadn't quit, I was fired. And how I did that was that I documented all the messed up stuff that my boss was doing to her team. And it was all true. I didn't make anything up, but she was absolutely bullying the team. And I had everything documented. I had pages of documentation. And I, and I knew because I studied workplace bullying that if you report workplace bullying to HR, particularly if you're reporting on an executive, like the organization's going to turn on you and they're going to get you out. So I knew I was like, if I do this, they're absolutely going to fire me 100%. So I marched into HR one day and I had my list of documentation and I had, I actually brought in like scholarly articles that defined workplace bullying. It was like, here's how you measure workplace bullying. Here's how all this lines up. She's absolutely bullying her team. And it wasn't just me, it was other people. And then I just let that sit. And I had a deadline. I had like a time frame. I was like, if they don't fire me by this date, I'm just going to walk out because there was a conference I wanted to go to that relates to what I do now. <laughs> and so I had a timeline in mind. Um, but like, lo and behold, it was like three, maybe four months later, they they up and fired me one day. And, and, um, and what happened was they kind of like pulled me into this glass room where everyone could see me and, and they, and it was my boss and it was the HR lady. And they were like, so we need to have a talk about your performance. Now keep in mind, I had not had any performance review up until this point. I had actually gotten a raise, like not even maybe six or nine months prior because I, I had performed, I had like done things to, you know, that they liked. Um, so they, they gave me a raise. And, and so they're like, we need to talk about your performance. And I, I kind of stopped them. Oh no. What happened was my boss was like, you're obviously really angry. And I looked at her, I said, I'm not angry. I'm very frustrated. And those are two different things. She said, no, you're really angry. <laughs> and I, <laughs> and I, and I looked at the HR lady. I was like, let me just stop you all here. Am I being fired? And they were like, yes, this is, this is a, what is it? Like not a termination conversation, but a separation conversation or something like that. And I was like, thank God. And then I went off on them. I was like, you do so much screwed up stuff and here's my grievance and here's my, I went down a laundry list of all the ways in which she was a horrible boss while the HR lady sitting right there. This was like my finest moment. I felt like I was burning down the house. It was awesome. <laughs> and, and so after that, so like, you know how, when, I mean, I'm sure you've experienced this when you get fired, they're supposed to like walk you back to your desk and then out of the building. Oh no. Well, in one case, yes. But the other one, they packed up all my stuff for me. Oh, see, 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 that's what happened to me in the past too, but they didn't do that in this case. Like, they just let me get up out of the room and leave. And so I was like, they're really not following me? Like, what is going on? So at that point, like, I walked past my desk. I walked down the hall to where the team is that I'm working with, and I announced that I had just been fired. And people started crying, and there were hugs. And I was like, I was so elated that I was like, guys, it's okay. It's okay. And I kind of made the rounds in the office, just letting people know, hey, I've just been fired. You know, see ya. And I was like, I was like feeling so great. And then like, I finally make it back to my desk. And at this point they cornered me. Like the, like the vice, like two vice presidents of the HR lady have cornered me and like, they're not going to let me leave now. <laughs> and so I just started like, you know, loudly packing up my stuff. I called my husband, left him a message like, Victor, I have some news. Call me back when you get a chance. Like, I, and, you know, got all my stuff together. And, and, and um, I remember like I was standing in the lobby waiting for the elevator to come up and I just screamed. I was like, free at last, free at last. <laughs> 
And then I left and I, I drove home. I was so excited. I played Freebird on the drive home. And and I walked into my, my house and my husband's standing in the kitchen. I'm like, Victor, I have some news. Some might consider this to be a bad thing, but I do not. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> and, you know, God bless my husband. Like, is the minute that that situation was over, like he was totally supportive. And I told him, I'm like, I'm not getting a new job. I'm going to do my business. I'm going to build it up. And it's all going to be good. And some people are like, Carlin, you shouldn't have done that on the way out. But I got to tell you, like burning that bridge down was the most liberating, freeing thing for me that I've ever done. It was so great. Um, and a little like, like epilogue to this is so when my book came out there, I never mentioned the name of the company in the book, but the book, like the introduction to the book about how I was having a really hard time. And I started using these mindfulness techniques to help me. Um, I, I, I'm very vague about what happened, but literally the day that my book came out, the board of the company that I was working for decided to oust the CEO. And they released this like press release on their website and a friend sent it to me. She's like, you have to see this. And it's like CEO ousted for like management problems, but they didn't say what the management problems were. And I kind of glanced at it on my phone. I didn't really read it because I was out to dinner with friends. But then I get back to my, my, I was in a hotel room a little while later, I read the article. They literally quoted my book in the press release. What? Oh my God. Where? I (laughs) died. I was like, oh my God. And at first I was like terrified. I was like, holy shit, I'm going to get in trouble. But and, and it was like this like wash of joy came over me. I was like, she got what she deserved. So that's my story. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's so many times you want to fight and, and, and call out the BS for what it is. And at least both times in my, in my, when I tried to, to escalate what had happened, like there was another situation with that first boss where he literally told like, because we were having this like argument and I was acknowledged him. I'm like, I, I just don't see, understand what, what I, what I did wrong. I mean, I understand how you could perceive that wrong. And I was like, but I like, I will go and apologize. I will go do this. I like all these things. I was like really trying to like, you know, make, make amends for what, what had happened. And, and he's like, why are you being so defensive? And I'm like, and I'm like, um, okay, well, I guess we can escalate to like, I don't know, the VP of HR or some other boss. Cause I like, I don't know what to do. I'm trying to be as, 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 you know, compromising or, 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 you know, in line as I can. And I just don't feel like we're, 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 miss, we're missing each other. And, and he's like, that will not go well for you. Oh my God. If you went to HR, that will not go well for you. How is that not like just a blatant, threat i don't understand why is that okay and that that was that was the thing i i like in and like not in that situation well kind of actually related to that situation because i i that was a, okay so here a little more bs i got in trouble for asking a question during the department meeting that was not prepared for so and you were supposed to like submit your question in advance. So no, we can write no, a they, like it's that whole. Are there any questions? Because it, it was a, the HR lady for our group. She was up there giving her presentation. She's like, "Any? Are there any questions?" And it was unrelated. They were actually revamping their yearly eval system, and so I was like really excited about this because I, had, like my my last eval was like a year late, and so was I frustrated? Yes, but I was willing to put that aside for for just at, you know, being excited about the new system. And so I was like, can you, you know, 
can you tell us more about that? And she's like, I was not prepared to give that. And then she like, kind of like, it was like very obvious that she was taking this very seriously. And like, I was seeing her kind of crumble in front of me and I'm like, oh my God, I, I don't want this to happen. Uh, so I was like, okay, I need to throw her a really softball question. And so I'm like, oh, what's the best part that you like so far out of any of these conversations? And so then she was able to kind of get back on track and I felt bad about that. And so I like, so then literally that's what I got the email from my boss about how dare you use your, your, the, the department meeting to forward your agenda. And like, I was so like, I thought I really had offended her. And so I even like said, can I please talk to you afterwards? And I, I said, I'm so sorry if that put you on the spot. I really didn't mean to, I just, I really care about how this is going and have the greatest hopes for it. And so I just wanted to, to like let other people know because I, there's some frustrations. And so I was trying to help alleviate that frustration. But again, BS. Wow. Oh my God. And you were such like a nice guy to throw her that softball question too. I don't know who many people who would have done that, to be honest. No, it's part of that. Well, so that's the coaching training that I, that I received the, the first round that I got on my own dime that where I learned those skills. And so when I wanted to go to this other coaching training, so when they paid me the severance, I actually didn't spend the severance on that training. I went out and got some contract work. And then with the contract work money that I got, I went to that, that very same training that I requested. Oh my God. Well, good me. for you. Good for you. Wow. And I feel like we could just keep going on for, for days and days and days with more, more BS stuff. And maybe, maybe we'll have to do a future episode together. How does that be awesome. <laughs> Well, I just kind of want to wrap this up now. Are, are you in a stable place now? Do you, like, how did things turn out? I, I think so. Um, I, you know, I just got a, uh, so the boss that hired me uh, left like two months after he hired me. <laughs> so it was like <laughs> awful. I was like, oh my God, what's happening? It's happening again. Um, but he, he had a, like a, a, you know, a huge pay increase and a pr promotion uh, to with another company and I really liked him and I was very sad and then I got a, a new boss who came in and I kind of um, and, and I've never really had a new boss before while I was at the company so at any company and so that was kind of weird um, and so he's been kind of at least putting some more rules in place and 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 so um, I think it's it seems to be going well but it's still in that tenuous starting up place with a new boss so uh, I have I have hope that the the organization seems to have a good enough culture that it will that it will outlast any of the bad stuff that that could be happening. So I I got I got hopes, and if not, I know the signs now. So. Well, and, and that's exactly it. And I think that's actually a really good closing message to anyone who's ever been through this or frankly will go through this in the future that, you know, if you get fired, it's not the end of your life. It's not the end of your career. It's just the end of your relationship with that organization. And, and you know, things will always come out on top as long as you, you're diligent and you go after that next opportunity. And it really usually does work out in your advantage. Am I right? Oh yeah, the, like both jobs, both times I got fired, I ended up getting like, I think over a 20% pay increase each time. And like, well, one of them was the promotion, but um, it, it, yeah, it, it definitely does work out. It sucks, the middle sucks. And, and I, I would say, um, do everything you can for your mental health in that middle part. Um, yeah, whatever it is, exercise, therapy, you know, just talking about it. I learned CBT techniques, I mean, they're awesome. Uh, I can't, I can't explain enough uh, and, and advocate enough for mental health during that, that tough middle part. 
um, being surrounded with friends who will just be with you and be like, it totally sucks. I, you know, even to like friends, they'll just, I love you. I, I appreciate being around you. Uh, that's because that's what you need to hear in that. So if you know people that, that are in that spot too, to, to spend with time with them, you don't need to tell them what they need to do. Just be with them, support them. Ah, really good advice to close on. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. So we've reached the end of part two. I want to sincerely thank Ed again for coming on and sharing his experience. You know, getting fired not once but twice can be a really traumatic experience. And it takes a lot of bravery and courage to express that vulnerability for public consumption. So much appreciated, Ed. Thank you. Thank you so much. Definitely a couple of additional takeaways in this episode in addition to all of the ones from the last one. So number one, have reasonable expectations if your people come to you and say that this is just not possible. We heard in the episode, Ed had a lot of expectations put on him by his boss in this new job with a very large team of people. He did the courageous thing and said, I just don't know if I can do all of this and this additional piece within the time frame that we're talking about. That takes courage. And that's an opportunity as a manager to have an additional conversation to say, okay, you don't think you can do that? What can you do? And maybe what do we need to take off your plate to help you do this additional thing? So be open to those conversations. The last two takeaways are for employees. So number one, if your company is doing illegal or shady things, don't assume they're going to behave ethically towards their employees. If they're behaving unethically in one area, they're probably completely willing to behave unethically in another. Go find a better organization that is committed to doing things the right way. Lastly, and I think this is really important, when you're fired from a job, you almost always end up in a better place. That's been my experience. That's been Ed's experience. That's been the experience of so many people who I've coached through the process of getting fired. As long as you take care of yourself and you do what you can to move forward productively, you will always end up in a better place. You may not get exactly what you want the minute you want it, but ultimately this does not have to be a setback for your career and certainly doesn't need to be the end of what you're doing. It's just a milestone on your journey. Now, if you're interested in more information about BS around firing employees, I actually wrote an article for Forbes about a study I did where I talked to over a thousand people about their experience being fired. I'm going to make sure I put that in the show notes on nobsatwork.com. So if you're interested in reading that Forbes article. I mean, the stories I found in there are just mind-blowing to me. So that will be available on the website. Now, if you want to join in on the conversation and tell me about some of the BS you've experienced at work, head over to nobsatwork.com. You'll fill out a short form just telling me how to get in touch with you and a quick word about what you want to talk about. Don't worry. You do not have to reveal your identity to come on the podcast. If you want to, that's perfectly fine. But you are also welcome to come on anonymously because I care far more about the experience than revealing who you are and the specific organization that you work for. So head over to nobsatwork.com. You'll also be able to find past episodes of the show. Now, if you enjoyed this conversation, I think you'll love my book. It's called Zen Your Work, and it's all about how to infuse mindfulness techniques into your work experience 
so you can reduce your stress, be more creative, be more productive, build better working relationships, and create a more fulfilling work experience. If you'd like to get in touch with me, you can find me at zenworkplace.com. Of course, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn, and you can find me on Twitter at Dr. Carlin B. Until next time, I sincerely hope you don't have too much BS at work, but if you do, we'll try to focus our energy in a more positive direction. Reach out to me, we'll have a chat, and we'll figure out what we can learn from it to do it better.